Hi, this is John Butter, Senior Earnings Analyst at Factset, and welcome to this week's edition of the Factset Earnings Inside Podcast. The Factset Earnings Inside Podcast is based on content published in the Factset Earnings Insight Report, which provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500, and is available each week on the Factset website at www.factset.com. We'll start our podcast this week with an update of the key metrics for the fourth quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, as we're now past the peak weeks of the earnings season, with just about 15% of the index left to report. We'll then discuss our topic of the week, which is the price reaction to positive earnings surprises reported by S&P 500 companies. Given the strong performance of companies relative to analyst estimates, how has the market responded to these positive surprises? But first, let's provide an update for the fourth quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. Continuing the trend of the past few weeks, more S&P 500 companies are beating EPS estimates than average and beating estimates by a wider margin than average. As a result, the index is reporting higher earnings for the fourth quarter today relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the quarter. Due to this increase in earnings, the index is now reporting year-over-year growth in earnings in the fourth quarter of 2020 for the first time since the fourth quarter of 2019. Analysts expect double-digit earnings growth for all four quarters of 2021. Overall, 83% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported actual results for the fourth quarter to date. Of these companies, 79% have reported actual earnings above estimates, which is above the five-year average of 74%. If 79% is the final percentage for the quarter, it will mark the third highest percentage of S&P 500 companies reporting a positive earnings surprise since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008. In aggregate, Companies are reporting earnings that are 14.6% above the estimates, which is also above the five-year average of 6.3%. If 14.6% is the final percentage for the quarter, it will mark the fourth largest earnings surprise percentage reported by the index since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008. Due to the number and magnitude of these positive EPS surprises, particularly those reported by companies in the financials, information technology, and communication services sectors, the index is reporting higher earnings today compared to the end of last week and compared to the end of the fourth quarter. The blended year-over-year earnings growth rate for the S&P 500 is 3.2% today compared to an earnings growth rate of 2.9% last week and an earnings decline of 9.3% at the end of the fourth quarter back on December 31st. When we use the term blended, we're referencing that the growth rate combines actual results for companies that have reported and estimated results for companies that have yet to report. If 3.2% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the first time the index has reported year-over-year earnings growth since the fourth quarter of 2019, and it will mark the highest year-over-year earnings growth reported by the index since the fourth quarter of 2018. Seven sectors are reporting year-over-year earnings growth, led by the materials, financials, and information technology sectors. Four sectors are reporting year-over-year decline in earnings, led by the energy and industrial sectors. Looking at future quarters, analysts predict double-digit earnings growth for all four quarters in 2021 due to both an easy comparison to weak earnings in 2020 and expected improving earnings in 2021. Earnings growth is predicted to peak in the second quarter of 2021 at nearly 50%. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 22.1, which is above the 5-year average and above the 10-year average. And during the upcoming week, 67 S&P 500 companies, including two Dow 30 components, are scheduled to report results for the fourth quarter. 
Some of the high-profile companies reporting this week include Home Depot, Salesforce.com, NVIDIA, Medtronic, and Lowe's companies. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is the price reaction to positive surprises reported by S&P 500 companies. As we've already noted, the number and magnitude of positive EPS surprises reported by S&P 500 companies are well above average and near record high levels. Due to these positive EPS surprises, the index is now reporting year-over-year growth in earnings of 3.2% today, compared to an estimated year-over-year decline in earnings of 9.3% back on December 31st. Given the unusually strong performance of actual earnings relative to analyst estimates and the improvement in the earnings growth rate over the past few weeks, how has the market responded to positive earnings surprises during the fourth quarter earnings season? Companies that have reported positive earnings surprises for the fourth quarter have seen a decline in price of 0.1% on average two days before the earnings release through two days after the earnings release. This percentage decrease is well below the five-year average price increase of 0.9%, during this same window for companies reporting positive earnings surprises. If the final percentage for the quarter is negative 0.1%, it will mark the first time the index has seen an average decrease in price for S&P 500 companies reporting positive EPS surprises since the fourth quarter of 2019. Why is the market not rewarding companies on average that have reported positive earnings surprises? It is not likely due to EPS guidance or revisions to EPS estimates by analysts for the first quarter. To date, 63% of the companies that have issued EPS guidance for the first quarter have issued positive guidance. This percentage is well above the five-year average of 33%. In aggregate, analysts increased EPS estimates for the first quarter by 3.5% during the month of January. This was the highest percentage increase in EPS estimates over the first month of a quarter since the first quarter of 2018. Thus, with more companies providing positive earnings guidance and analysts raising earnings estimates for the first quarter, it would not appear that the reason for the negative price reaction is concern for expectations for future earnings. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out our full FactSet Earnings Insight report, our Facts at Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the Facts at Earnings Insight podcast. Music.